Catechesis with Pope Francis. The third day, he rose again, in accordance with the scriptures. Papa Francisco's Catechesis, on Wednesday the 3rd of April 2013. Dear brothers and sisters, good morning. Today we are resuming the Catechesis of the Year of Faith. In the Creed, we repeat this phrase. On the third day he rose again, in accordance with the scriptures. This is precisely the event that we are celebrating, the resurrection of Jesus, centre of the Christian message, which, since the beginning, has resounded and been transmitted so that it reaches all the way to us. St. Paul writes to the Christians of Corinth, To you I have transmitted, first of all, what I have also received, that is, that Christ died for our sins, in accordance with the Scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he rose on the third day, in accordance with the Scriptures, and that he appeared to Cephas and then to the Twelve. This brief confession of faith announces the Paschal mystery itself, with the first appearances of the Risen One to Peter and to the Twelve. The death and resurrection of Jesus are precisely the heart of our hope. Without this faith in the death and resurrection of Jesus, our hope will be weak, It will not even be hope, and it is precisely the death and resurrection of Jesus that are the heart of our hope. The Apostle affirms, If Christ has not risen, your faith is vain, and you are still in your sins. Unfortunately, attempts have often been made to obscure the faith in the resurrection of Jesus, and doubts have crept in even among believers themselves. It's a bit like, as we say, rosewater faith. It is not a strong faith. And this is through superficiality, sometimes through indifference, occupied by a thousand things considered more important than faith, or through a solely horizontal vision of life. But it is precisely the resurrection that opens us to greater hope, because it opens our life and the life of the world to the eternal future of God, to full happiness, to the certainty that evil sin and death, can be overcome. And this leads to living daily realities with more trust, to facing them with courage and commitment. The resurrection of Christ illuminates these daily realities with a new light. The resurrection of Christ is our strength. But how has the truth of faith of Christ's resurrection been transmitted to us? There are two types of testimonies in the New Testament. Some are in the form of profession of faith, that is, of synthetic formulas that indicate the centre of the faith, while others are in the form of a narrative of the event of the resurrection and of the facts linked to it. The first, the form of the profession of faith, for example, is that which we have just heard, or that of the letter to the Romans in which St. Paul writes, If you proclaim with your lips, Jesus is Lord, and believe with your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. From the Church's very first steps, the faith in the mystery of the death and resurrection of Christ is well established and clear. Today, however, I would like to dwell on the second form, on the testimonies in the form of a narrative, which we find in the Gospels. 
First of all, we note that the first witnesses of this event were women. At dawn, they went to the tomb to anoint Jesus' body and find the first sign, the empty tomb. Then follows the encounter with a messenger of God who announces, Jesus of Nazareth, the crucified one, is not here. He is risen. The women are driven by love and know how to welcome this announcement with faith. They believe and immediately transmit it. They do not keep it for themselves. They transmit it. The joy of knowing that Jesus is alive, the hope that fills the heart, cannot be contained. This should also happen in our life. Let us feel the joy of being Christians. We believe in a risen one who has conquered evil and death. Let us have the courage to go out to bring this joy and this light to all the places of our life. The resurrection of Christ is our greatest certainty. It is the most precious treasure. How can we not share this treasure, this certainty with others? It is not only for us. It is to be transmitted, to be given to others, to be shared with others. This is precisely our testimony. Another element. In the professions of faith in the New Testament, only men, the apostles, are recorded as witnesses of the resurrection, but not the women. This is because, according to the Judaic law of that time, women and children could not render a reliable, credible testimony. In the Gospels, on the other hand, the women have a primary, fundamental role. Here we can grasp an element in favour of the historicity of the resurrection. If it was an invented fact, in the context of that time, it would not have been linked to the testimony of women. Instead, the evangelists simply narrate what happened. The women are the first witnesses. This tells us that God does not choose according to human criteria. The first witnesses of the birth of Jesus are shepherds, simple and humble folk. The first witnesses of the resurrection are women. And this is beautiful. This is a bit the mission of women, of mothers of women, to give witness to children, to grandchildren, that Jesus is alive. He is the living one. He is risen. Mothers and women go onwards with this testimony. For God, it is the heart that counts, how open we are to him, if we are like children who trust in him. But this also makes us reflect on how women, in the church and on the pathway of faith, have had, and still have today, a particular role in opening the doors to the Lord, in following him, and in communicating his face, because the gaze of faith always needs the simple and profound gaze of love. The apostles and disciples have more difficulty in believing, the women not so. Peter runs to the sepulchre but stops at the empty tomb. Thomas has to touch with his hands the wounds of Jesus' body. On our pathway of faith as well, it is important to know and to feel that God loves us, to be not afraid to love him. Faith is professed with the lips and with the heart, with words and with love. After the appearances to the women, others follow. 
Jesus renders himself present in a new way. He is the crucified one, but his body is glorious. He did not return to earthly life, but in a new condition. At first they do not recognize him, and it is only through his words and gestures that their eyes are opened. The encounter with the risen one transforms, gives a new strength to faith, an unshakable foundation. For us too, there are so many signs in which the risen one makes himself known. The sacred scripture, the Eucharist, the other sacraments, charity, those gestures of love which carry a ray of the risen one. Let us allow ourselves to be illuminated by the resurrection of Christ. Let us be transformed by his strength, so that through us too, the many signs of death may give way to the signs of life in the world. I have seen that there are many young people in the piazza. There you are. I say to you, carry this certainty forward. The Lord is alive and walks alongside us in life. This is your mission, to carry forward this hope. May you be anchored to this hope, this anchor which is in heaven. Hold on tight to the rope, be anchored and carry hope forward. You witnesses of Jesus, carry forward the testimony that Jesus is alive. And this will give us hope, will give hope to this world a little aged by wars, by evil, by sin. Forward, young people. Ring.